bless you, everyone. want to thank you for being a part of uh, this program today, Kingdom Concepts. We appreciate the fact that you've been a part of our life story as we've shared our childhood, uh, some of the highs and the lows and the challenges that we both had growing up and being young adults that were in the world and without God. And our purpose for sharing these stories with you is to help encourage you because maybe you're watching this program and, you know, there's been some history in your life, uh, some history without God. Um, where you've been alone or you've been hurt or, or you've been the one doing the hurting or maybe you feel like your life's been broken or altered because things weren't perfect or because, you know, you weren't treated right. There's a variety of things that can change the, the path that you're on. But I'm here to tell you the thing that helps correct all of that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And we've shared our life story thus far, what life was as children as well as as young adults. But now we want to share with you the thing that changed everything. And that was when we came to a place where we discovered the person and the Lord of who, who Jesus Christ is. And so, honey, I'd like for you to share uh, what was the thing that changed for you? Because you grew up, your family, your mom and dad took you to church every week. Yes. Uh, I, I, and for us, like I said earlier, the last segment, went to church every Sunday, every Wednesday. And every youth retreat, every um, kind of retreat that we could think of, we went to. I remember my mom going to retreats also. And uh, you grew up also uh, in church, in and out of church. So, you know, I think that there's always a time where, uh, not well, there shouldn't be, but there's a time where people walk away from that. You know, yeah. like I said, I grew up, but I had, I didn't have, I had religion, but I didn't have a relationship. I didn't have the relationship that I have right now with God. And, um, for me, for our, for, for what happened to me was, um, you know, and I'll go back because we all have a beginning, you know, we all have uh, that point in that time where um, you need to make a change. Well, I knew I needed to make a change. Maybe you're watching and you don't know you need to make a change and you haven't yet. Um, we hope that our story inspires you. You know, um, my husband and I, we've been married a few years and had a one-year-old little girl. And uh, I apologize now if I cry a little bit. Uh, this happened 26 years ago, and it still is very, very uh, dear to my heart what, what the Lord did for me. You know, um, like I shared, I, I didn't have, do a lot of drugs or drink or anything like that growing up. But, um, you know, being part, when you're with somebody, you always say, if you hang out with football players, you're going to play football. Yeah. And, you know, I hung out with you. You were selling drugs, doing drugs, um, drinking every single night. Your Our story was you would go to work. You were a hard worker. You'd come home, and I always made sure there was a 12-pack of beer in the fridge, and if I didn't, we would make sure you brought it home. You drank it and passed out every single night. That was That's what it was, you know, and um, it, was, it was old. It was old. It was uh, not uh, something that I wanted, nothing that I liked, and uh, caused a lot of arguments, caused a lot of this stuff and um so i basically ended up becoming everything that you were i started doing drugs and never anything like uh, uh psych psychosis stuff you know i didn't never did any kind of acid or anything like that i um i started doing uh speed and um i liked it i thought it was, you know my house was always clean uh, my kids were my daughter was always off to the babysitter you know we were responsible you know we thought we were we never did drugs or drank in front of our daughter um you know those kinds of responsible people 
And uh, uh, so we started doing that, and it just got worse and worse. You know, it just got worse and worse. Yeah, we hit a, an all-time low because yeah. when we first got together, I mean, things began to move real, real quick. Uh, I mean, we began to date immediately, then yeah. we, we began to live with each other immediately. immediately. And then a, a year later, we went to Vegas and got married. And I, I remember we were just looking at each other when we were getting married, just just going, man, we are young and dumb, but here we are. And uh, when we tied that knot, you know, God, God. Uh, I, I was so scared. I remember being so scared. My dad would not go because he was just like, he was not going to go. So mad at you. Uh, um, my hat, I just remember being so scared and being pregnant. I was pregnant, I remember, I don't know if you remember that, I was a couple months pregnant. Uh, our daughter, our oldest daughter always said that she never went to Vegas. I said, yes, you did. You, you were very, very young when you were, <laughs> you were there. But um, I remember just being so scared. And I looked up and I saw you, and you were not scared. You were drunk, you know. And um, it, I don't know. It just I was nervous. Be, I mean, I went outside, smoked a cigarette, and then it was gone. And then it was gone, right. yeah, right? And so... I just remember, I, it's just a blur. I remember the guy looking like just some car salesman, and he was so monotone, and he just talked, and he smiled, and it was just done and over before we could even think about it, you know? But that was that was almost 30 years ago. Yeah. Wow. 1989. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, all the things that happen when you're young, you're irresponsible, you are selfish, you know, it should be about you. And um, again, I started doing the drugs, drinking, all that kind of stuff. And basically everything that you were doing, I started to do, yeah. you know. And I remember one night that um, I went out to drink, to drink, and I went out to doing drugs. And I remember it was like 2 in the morning. And by this time, me and you had already talked about separating. We had already talked about, you know, I'm going your way, you're going your way. I already had talked about how much you were going to Less than that. well, back then it was you were gonna pay yeah. me. Uh, how much money you were gonna give me for our daughter to help me? Already discussed all of those things. Had a roommate, everything. And I remember going out to, um, to drink and to do drugs. It was like three in the morning. I'd gotten a babysitter um, for the our, our our little one. We were passed out. I remember leaving, and then it was like three in the morning when uh, you came and you found me. Yeah, you remember that night? And, you know, I do. I remember I woke up and I was still drunk and uh, you weren't there. And it's not too hard to find out where the parties are at. So I remember uh, hunting you down and uh, and finding you and dragging you back home and then yeah. going right back to passing out all yeah. over again. Yep, I remember. And what happened earlier that day is um, our daughter was in her back because we had a bedroom and there was two bathrooms. and. Of two bedrooms and two bathrooms and I remember our two-year-old little girl she was in the bathroom and uh, I walked in there and I, and I heard her she was crying and by this time um, my mother-in-law had taken her to church a few times and she was crying and she was saying why are they always yelling remember that why are they always yelling why are they always yelling and I remember stopping and then just walking away thinking uh, Lord this two-year-old was talking to you and asking you why are they always yelling? Why are they always yelling, God? I remember just her saying that. And and I, I remember also at that same time that your father, mm -hmm. who never really said too much, I mean, he knew about as much 
English as I knew Spanish, and, and he was always from that older generation to where uh, he never got involved in any yeah. of our business. But I remember him coming by the house right right around that same time, and I remember him asking me, he said, what's going on with you and my daughter? Mm -hmm. And I remember I couldn't answer him. Mm -hmm. I remember I just felt so ashamed because I just knew that we were crossing over barriers that would have kept us together. I mean, like, you know, stay, staying together for the sake of our daughter. Yeah. But then we, we came to a place where we knew this is going to be one messed up kid yeah. if, if we continue to yeah. be her parents yeah. because of how bad things, our relationship had become toxic yeah. at that moment when she yeah. said that. We were, like I said, we're always yelling. Yeah, always constantly yelling. More you. No, not really. I was the yeller. I just yelled for everything. And uh, I remember just putting her to bed that night and leaving to go drink and drink that night. You found me, brought me home. And then I remember coming home and you were went to you went to sleep, passed out. I walked in the room and you were just it was like you woke up. I, I don't even know why you woke up in the middle of the night because yeah. you never did that. You woke up, went, got me, brought me back and went passed back out again. And I remember walking down the hall and the babysitter was in there playing video games, still playing video games, and I walked down the hall and then I remember walking walking into our daughter's room, our oldest daughter's room, I walked in the room and I just knew at that point that if I continue to do what I was doing, that my two-year-old daughter would be like me. I knew that. I knew, I just, you know how you have that, I just had that knowing that she's going to be like me. She's going to go out doing drugs. She's going to go out doing the things I'm doing. She's going to marry a jerk of a man. She's going to, I'm just thinking all of these thoughts, you know, and thinking, I, I, I don't want this for her. And then I got on my knees and I, now I realized I got saved, but at that point yeah. I didn't know that's what I was doing. I got on my knees. I put my hand on her, on um, her back and I just cried and I just cried and cried and cried and cried all night long. And I just prayed and I said, now I realized I was praying. You yeah. know, I just kept saying, Lord, help me. Lord, change me. I don't want her to be like me. Lord, make me a better person. Lord, make me be a person that she could follow. Lord, make me be a better person. I want her to be like me, but not like how I am right now. And I just cried that whole night. And I just knew that something happened inside my heart. I knew that I had to change me. I didn't care about what happened with me yeah i just didn't, didn't care you know i remember getting up off the floor i walked in the bathroom i wiped my tears i walked inside the bedroom and i woke you up i think it was like eight in the morning six yeah. maybe six, it was seven, like seven. six thirty i remember yeah i woke you up and i said um i'm gonna go to church and then you turned around looked at me and i you said what and i said i'm gonna go to church i want you to come with me and I think about that night, that, that morning, and I think, you know, I, I don't even know why I asked you to come with me, you know, because I didn't, I was mad at you, I didn't care, you know, and I remember coming in and telling you, I want to go to church, and do you remember what you said to me? Yeah, I remember, because I, I was like, church, and I, I remember I told you, I was like, I know I'm a sinner, I'm like, I, I don't need to go to church to hear a preacher tell me I'm a sinner. I said, I know I'm a sinner. Yeah. And I told you, I'm not going at all. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't go with me. You know, I I, I had made a decision that night to change. Yeah. And then I made another decision when I walked out that door. I walked in the room 
and you didn't want to come. And I got my daughter, got her dress, and I walked to church. And I remember leaving that door. When I shut the door, I felt like I made a decision about you. I was going to go to church. I was going to raise my daughter in church. And I did not care if you followed me or not. And I had made that decision that morning. I, I just I just did it. It was, it was a, a, I'm doing this with the Lord yeah. adoption. I remember I walked to church. And after church, you know, I cried through the whole service. I was walked out. It was a Christian church. I hadn't ra been raised Christian. Yeah. But I wanted to go to a Christian church. And your mom, obviously, your mom and dad have been praying for us. So I went to this church, and I remember walking out, and the pastor was there. I called him Father. Right? I was like, hey, Father. But he's like, you, you call me pastor, not Father. And I was like, okay. So I called him Father, and I said to him, I, and he asked me, he said, how are you doing? And I just remember looking at him and just crying. And he said, you keep coming. You keep coming. And I said, I am. I'm going to keep coming. And I went home, and I just made that decision that I'm going to keep coming. And I did. I kept coming. I didn't care. I didn't care if you came or not. I was saved. I knew that God had had, had saved me. I knew that I was going to raise my daughter in church. And I didn't care anymore. Whether, I didn't care one bit about you at that point. I didn't, we didn't argue anymore for months. Remember that? Yeah. It was like, we didn't argue anymore because I didn't care. It was a lonely three months for me. Yeah. I remember she was just like, she dove right in. Mm -hmm. And she she was there every time the doors were open, and she just you just you had no church clothes or nothing. Yeah. I mean, you just wearing your 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 club and your yeah, outfit, your mini skirts and yeah. stuff yeah. to church. And I remember for me, man, I was just I, I was just going down the rabbit hole. I was just getting lonelier and lonelier. The crowd of friends that I was hanging out yeah. with at that time were were mafia, and uh, and I remember just entering into a depression at that time to where. It was suicidal. Mm -hmm. I mean, devil was trying to convince me just to blow my head off, mm -hmm. and um, and I didn't know any of this. No, I, I didn't share I, with nobody. Well, I, not only did I not know, I didn't care at that point. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like, you go on, do what you want to do. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I remember you were gonna leave me behind. Yeah, yeah. I ran out of that grave and left you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it it's interesting because you know, as you embrace the Lord. You know, we're still one flesh. Yeah. And what I find amazing is that, you know, and we see this happen all the time as yeah. pastors. Yeah, you're right. When we watch other families, sometimes it only takes one person to bring a change to an entire family where yeah. God restores everything that that sin and disobedience and bad decisions have have created. Um, it, it's a beautiful thing, you know, as we as we've seen God uh just putting what was broken back together. Because I know it was about, like you said, it was three months later, and I remember it was uh, November the 6th mm -hmm. that, uh, man, I, I hit an all-time low, and I was just done. And I said, God, I'll give you the good, the bad, the ugly, but I need help. I need you to set me free because I, I knew that I just hit the end of, of who I was. I knew that if I, if I lived another day without him, I knew I, I was going to die. I just mm -hmm. knew that I was just... Yeah. He'd, he'd saved me from so much. And I remember I went to church. It was a midweek service on a Wednesday night. I went to church to get saved. Yeah. And I remember the night that I said, Jesus, forgive me. You know, help me come into my life. Man, the glory of God just came on me and instantly set me free from all the drug addictions. Yes, yes. Set me free from being a chronic alcoholic. I mean, it was just so liberating. And, um... 
you know, and to have that experience, it's something that you and I have never let go of. We've always protected that flame. And, you know, maybe you're watching this program today and maybe you've walked with God or maybe right now you're not. I'm here to tell you that the Lord loves you so much that he'll meet you right where you're at. I was a broken man. She was a broken woman. And we had lost so many things in our life. We we spent, you know, we both had gotten saved. Yeah. At that point, we both gotten saved. But it was a year of struggle before we, we decided, you know what, this is gonna we're gonna make this work. God's gonna help us. Yeah. Do you remember what you said that night that caused us to go into to God restoring our marriage and restoring, you know, you? It, yeah, I remember we had a we just dove right into ministry and that's what we did. We got lost in God yes. and lost in ministry. And uh we were doing it together, but we were still so yes. far away. Yes. You know, just we were miles. Happy. Yeah. We were happy. We weren't fighting, we weren't arguing because we were doing what God wanted yeah. to, but we weren't together. Yeah. yeah. Our our hearts were miles away from yeah. each other. And I remember that you and me had a sit down heart to heart yeah. to where we we cleaned out all of our closets. Yeah. I mean we 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 shared everything that we had done to each other, uh known and unknown. Yeah. And I remember we cried, man, because we'd done yeah. things that we never thought we'd do to each other and mm-hmm. and we hurt each other and uh, and I remember just telling you and being honest with you, I said, I, Indiana, I said, I don't love you. Mm-hmm. I don't love you the way a husband should love a wife. And I remember you told me, well, I don't love you the way a wife should love a husband. And I remember telling you, but I love God. Mm-hmm. And I said, you love God. Mm-hmm. And I said, and if, if we can both continue just to focus on loving God, I said, maybe we'll find our love yeah. again. And, uh, and that's what's beautiful is that we did. God brought us to a place to where love lost became love found. And I remember just there wasn't a particular place or a time. It's just one day we woke up and we were madly in love. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just an awesome thing because we do serve a, a God of restoration. Amen. And he knows how to build people back it up. Does. You know, it was a lot of work. I can tell you it was work. But, you know, I don't know where you are right now with your marriage. I don't, maybe you're not married. I, I don't know where you are in, in your relationship. But let me encourage you right now. God changes him. God changes me. He could change you. Yeah. And um, we're going to continue to share, you know, what, what the Lord did because it was, I can tell you, it was a roller coaster, highs and lows and, and struggles, you know. Yeah. But we were committed to God. That was the most important thing. We're committed to God. And so please tune in. We'll, we'll, we'll just share a little bit more with you about how God just just turned this life that was going nowhere into what he's doing now in our lives. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. We love you.